Hello, welcome everybody. This is Pastor Michael Brenner here. I want to invite you into today's Kingdom Project. I am here with my uh, beloved brother, Joseph Sanchez. Hello, Hello, Joseph. How's it going, brother? All right. Good He's handed over the reins to me did, to, to bring the intro today. <laughs> and we're also here with uh, Amba Ernie Hernandez. Ernie, how are you, my friend? Um, very blessed. Excited for this next podcast. Awesome. So this is actually a part two from, uh, from a, uh, a um, review that took place a little while ago. And if you're ready, I would uh, um, I would encourage you to really uh, clear your mind and allow God to really speak to the depths of your heart mm-hmm. as we have some great revelation and understanding for you today. Amen. Amen. Let's do it. All right. So um, we we left off talking about how the two groups of parables. Uh, four and three out of the seven were very symbolic, significant, and they imply something because the last three were released in private and in a house. And so we are going to do the same as we go deeper. Um, We know that there's transformation that God is picturing for producing precious materials for God's building. As we look at the seven parables of the mysteries of the kingdom of God. So the kingdom hidden in the God created world is what we're looking at today. Okay, the kingdom hidden in the God created world. So let's look at Matthew 13 and verse 44. Matthew 13 verse 44 okay so it's the parable of the hidden treasure the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field which a man found and covered up then in his joy he goes and sell all that he has and buys that field wow so as we look at this first of all recognize this is the uh, fifth parable and it's Describing the kingdom of heaven being like a treasure, okay, that's hidden in the field. So we talked a little bit about it last podcast, but this treasure has to do with gold, silver, precious stones. Um, And specifically for the building of the church and the New Jerusalem, which is at the end of the book in Revelations 21. Mm -hmm. That's where everything is consummated. Okay, and um, we can look at uh, 1 Corinthians 3.12, if you'd go there with me and look at that. 1 Corinthians 3.12. Now, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become manifest for the day will disclose it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test what sort of work each one has done. (laughs) It's such a powerful verse, you know, that shows that we can't just build or do anything we want anyway. It's all going to be tested 
as to whether we're following the true pattern of God mm-hmm. and his project. Just like any builder knows, and yeah. Paul was a master builder. He's the one who's speaking there in Corinthians. And he said, I'm a master builder. You know, God has given me that grace and I've laid the foundation already, which is Jesus Christ. There wow. is no other foundation but Christ. Mm-hmm. But then he says, but let him who builds be careful how he builds. Um, You know, whether he's using like the materials described, because in that day it will be tested. There is a day coming where we're going to have our uh, lives, you know, judged, um, held accountable for. We're going to go through a testing of what we did, what we didn't do, why we did what we did, why we didn't do what we didn't do. Mm-hmm. And there's something that I think we're not aware of many times or realizing that that day is very real and it's coming, but yet God is doing everything he can to give us opportunity today to cooperate with him, to align with him, and to allow him to transform us into that building material that is not just wood, hay, and straw that'll get burned up, but that our lives would become the the building material that you see in Revelations 20. Let's go to Revelations 21 and, and look at verse 18 through 20. 18 through 20. The wall was built of jasper while the city was pure gold like clear glass. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with every kind of jewel. The first was jasper, the second sapphire, the third agate, the fourth emerald, the fifth onyx, the sixth carnelian, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, the eleventh jacinth, the twelfth amethyst. All right, so, so what this is, is describing is, first of all, uh, as we're looking at these parables, the church is the practical kingdom of God today. The church is the practical kingdom today, okay? The new Jerusalem will be the manifestation of the coming age. So let that settle first so you get that. So today, the church is a mini kingdom of God on earth. But in the coming age, at the consummation, it's going to be the new Jerusalem. Um, and, and that is what's being pictured there that you were reading in Revelations 21, 18, 18 through, through 20. So what that means is that, that the treasure hidden in the field in this parable, the fifth parable means, uh, signifies the kingdom hidden in God's created world. It's in the field that it's hidden, which is the earth. Okay. And so when you go back to the beginning in Genesis 1, 26 through 28, 28, at the beginning when God created everything, right? The earth signifies the world created by God. Agreed? Agree. Okay. The sea 
signifies the sea corrupted by Satan. Mm -hmm. The earth, the world created by God, the sea signifies the sea corrupted by Satan. Earth created by God, sea corrupted by Satan. We see that in Genesis chapter 1, okay? The very beginning. Keep that picture because you need to understand because it's related to the parables. So the earth also signifies Israel because Israel was chosen by God, separated by God, and placed by God in a particular circumstance or situation. So when you're reading the scripture, many times the earth is referring to Israel, okay? Uh, physical. The church is spiritual. Uh, and so when God's dealing with Israel, many times you'll see it's in the physical. But with the church, it's spiritual. So the Jewish people stand before God as the created earth. He chose them. He separated. Remember when he separated the earth from the waters? Yeah. The beginning? It's a, it's a type. It's a, a shadow. It's a figure. Yeah, I think it says the land appeared. Right. Yeah. From okay. The so the sea signifies the Gentile world. Wow. Because the Gentiles are people corrupted by Satan. <laughs> now we're looking at the hidden treasure in the field and it must be the kingdom of God but the pearl that we're going to read after this is produced out of the sea it's the church mm. Mm. wow the treasure in the field okay is the kingdom of God the pearl that we're going to see and read the next in the sixth parable is about the church. Is the church the Gentiles? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Right? Right. Yes. Right now, you know, God's dealing with his people, Israel, mm. but it's, it's separate. But it's going to eventually become a corporate man. Got it. The wow. two become one. Yeah. You had a question, Pastor Mike? Uh, nothing. I, I was just uh, I, I was just processing that. It was so good. Yeah. The the pearl coming out of the sea, and and I was also reminded of um, Revelation twenty one twenty one, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls, mm. with each gate consisting of a single pearl. That's exactly right. <laughs> Man. So uh, always remember this. That's why I said we have to have a balanced picture even when we're presenting the kingdom that we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater because I see and I sense sometimes people kind of demeaning the church. Mm. We, we, we can't afford to do that, okay? Because the Lord is continually seeking two things, the kingdom as the treasure and the church as the pearl. Mm, that's his wow. bride too. That's his bride. 
Don't talk about my wife. I, I don't know. <laughs> There's going to be got some, it, brother. We're going to have some issues. <laughs> In fact, that's my next verse. Oh, okay. Ephesians 5. Let's go there because you brought it up. 27. <laughs> Ephesians 5, 27. Ephesians 5, 27 says, So that he might present the church to himself in splendor, without spot or wrinkle, or any such thing, that she might be holy and without blemish. So this is the church as a beautiful pearl produced out of the Gentile world. Mm -hmm. That's the process we're undergoing as the church. We will be spotless, blameless, without wrinkle, glorious, you called it in your translation, uh, splendor. Splendid, but or splendor. But I look it up; it, it could be radiant, wonderful, radiant like a pearl. Right. Okay. So in, in Genesis one one, at the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. He created man in His own image, with the intention that man would exercise dominion over everything animals fowls fish that's the kingdom on earth mm. right and, and man failed and we know that but look at psalms 8 1 let's go there psalms 8 1 this is actually a prophecy psalms 8 1 says our lord our lord how majestic is your name in all the earth you have set your glory above the heavens. Okay, so uh, when the earth is God's dominion, his name will be sanctified and made excellent on the earth. It's a prophecy, okay? Psalms 8, 6 says, Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet really psalms 8 is talking about a man and the same man in the parable that found the treasure it's christ oh we are christ wow we're the man it's corporate we're a corporate expression of christ because we're his body and saying here christ is the man revealed in psalms 8 and you find it also in Hebrew 2, okay? Who brings dominion to the earth to bring excellence to God's name. Mm. Christ did that. But now we are doing it because we're Christ as the church. And so this man is Christ's body. This is the treasure on earth, the kingdom. And, of course, Daniel 2 reveals the earth will be under various forms of all kinds of world power, government. But Christ will be the stone coming from heaven to smash all those worldly powers. He's going to establish the kingdom of God on earth for a thousand-year reign, which is called the millennial reign, right? Look at Daniel. Let's go there, chapter 2. And let's read a couple of verses. Daniel 2, 34 through 35. Daniel 2, 
34 and 35 35 says as you looked a stone was cut out by no human hand and it struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces then the iron the clay the bronze the silver and the gold all together were broken in pieces and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors and the wind carried them away so that not a trace of them could be found but the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth there it is <laughs> we, we read this yesterday yeah. as well last night and there it is again you know that that stone which is christ wow. okay Mm -hmm. struck this statue, this image, which represented all the world powers in history, in the whole history of mankind, and all of their kingdoms. But this stone was going to come, and it was going to strike the image and become a great mountain, and it filled the whole earth. Wow. Let, let's go further in, into verse 44 and 45. And in the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that shall never be destroyed, nor shall the kingdom be left to another people. It shall break in pieces all these kingdoms and bring them to an end, and it shall stand forever. Hallelujah. Mm. Wow. The stone will become a great mountain, filling the entire earth. This stone is Christ. The great mountain is Christ enlarged to be a universal kingdom wow. on earth. Glory. Amen. <laughs> oh, my Amen. God. It's so 11, uh, 15, Revelations eleven fifteen. Some of you may know that verse. Eleven fifteen says... Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders who sit on their thrones before God fell on their faces and worshiped God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Boom. Boom in the room. Boom in the room. <laughs> this is a heavy calling, right? Yeah. Well, this is well, like serious stuff, man. Right? You know? <laughs> it's yeah. no nonsense. And it gives you, you know, the insight to realize what... Now think, it is God's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Yeah. Hello? Think about now all of the realities of the kingdom that we've been studying, okay? Mm. And you, you've been absorbing about the kingdom of God is within you. Yeah. And we're picturing, right, what we're describing right now yeah. is where we're headed. And the kingdom is not just reality, not just appearing, but it's manifesting. Wow. And we're entering into that right now. That's why... The Lord saves the best wine for last. Mm. He's pouring out this, uh, you know, um, wine, this new wine age. 
that we're getting to taste of the powers of the age to come. Wow. It's just mind-blowing. You know, this is all going to happen in the millennium, and this surely is the treasure hidden in the field. So the man in the parable is Christ, who when he found this treasure, went, and he didn't just purchase the treasure, he went and bought the whole field because the whole earth needed to be redeemed. Wow. So he went to the cross and redeemed it. Mm. The treasure didn't need to be redeemed. The earth, the did. earth did. And he went and to the cross to redeem the God-created earth because the earth was the kingdom, the treasure, the Lord, you know, sold all that he had and bought the earth. He mm -hmm. sacrificed for it. And when we get that picture, everything he had to redeem it. And so the millennium is going to include the nation of Israel. And it's going to become the center of Christ's kingdom. God's going to save his people. Right. He didn't, you know, pay for nothing. Yeah. And he's going to fulfill his plan and his purpose. And so we, we have the opportunity to realize that this first parable we're describing as the hidden treasure is beginning to unfold that there are an overcoming believer, Christian, that is going to enter into the rewards of the kingdom and the inheritance of the kingdom and experience them and enjoy them. And some of us have not crossed over. We were talking about the word Hebrew yeah. today and uh, describing how it means crossing to the other side, you know, or um, uh, yeah, crossing over a river, you know. Uh, from our study, we were talking about it. And some people still don't want to cross over into allowing God to bring them into a deeper reality of transformation in their life that is going to cause them to come out like a pearl because of the process of the transforming takes place and you know a pearl being formed and what that whole expression means what it's all about but we, we look at these two, we start realizing we need to have a very sober picture of how God is seeking not just kingdom, yes, kingdom, but his church, his bride. Mm -hmm. And there is an authentic church that's arising that is a remnant, that is the true ecclesia mm -hmm. that God is raising up that are those that are truly um, bringing their lives into complete obedience. They're not just saying, Lord, Lord, look at me and what I'm doing. They're just saying, Lord, whatever you say, I'll do it. Yeah, I think Pastor Mike touched on that earlier, right? Hot or cold. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and I think this is why uh, sometimes we can 
fall kind of prey or victim to circumstances and situations because we um the bible says that that all of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons or the children of god sons and daughters of god and so we can uh, it the creation wants order like you said he didn't just die for the treasure he died for the world and even creation, even the world itself, um, is waiting for us to reestablish our right position um, and and live in order and declare order here on the earth. Wow, that's right. That is so true. And, and that's that's really what returning to God's original design is about. Mm. That wow. Genesis 26, one, verse, chapter 1, verse 26 through 28 is, is exactly about that and returning to that and allowing God to bring us back into his original intent and uh, assignment for our lives. And uh, when you cooperate with that, you make that turn, that's when it's a game changer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you, you begin to see God do things that yeah. you had no idea he was going to do in your life. Yeah. It's amazing. It's a, it's a beautiful picture. So. Mm -mm -mm. Yes. Good stuff. Amen. Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think sometimes, you know, as, as new believers, we can get um, really hyper-focused on just the rights or the benefits and but as we god intends for us to mature and start thinking about the responsibilities i was thinking about that word response and ability mm. so our ability to respond in a right way um in a way of of uh, management like we have to we we're no longer employees or just you know we're now in a, a management position mm -hmm. where god wants to to bring us in, and, and bring us into a place where we're able to um, help maintain order yeah. and bring uh, more uh, productivity That's for right. his glory. That's so good, man. Yeah, I think of, like, my responsibilities. It's like, especially in this season of my life, you know, my, my little boy, my wife. I, I sat here thinking to myself the other day, like, if they're an image of God, and like you said, my responsibility is to them. That's a sign of worship. You know, I'm worshiping the Lord. Mm -hmm. you know? That's right. And it hit me. I'm like, man, am I falling short? I need to love you more, honey. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow, and so it really puts that's you in good, track, You know huh? what I mean? So. Wow. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so good, the, the responsibility, mm. you know? And how we're his his stewards on the earth to manage mm -hmm. what he's given us. That's right. And I think it goes back to the, the principle of, of management. He's not going to give you more than what you can't manage, you know. Mm. So. Wow. So good. That's, That's good stuff. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I was listening to uh, Rick Warren on the way over here. Mm -hmm. He was talking about marriage. And he said, um, at the beginning opposites attract but after you get married opposites attack <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I was laughing because I go, what? What do you oh, mean? But, goodness. you know, he yeah. was talking about the thing that you're attracted to before you get married because a person is so different than you all of a sudden becomes an annoyance after a while after you get married. (laughs) But I I wanted to interject that that's true uh, most of the time in general. But sometimes, you know, opposites um, attract and then opposites attack. And then you can also experience um, opposites going back to attract or appreciating differences. Because I know I'm in a season with my wife where I appreciate the differences. Mm. I celebrate them because she's not like me. Yeah. You know, but there's a season where sometimes it does become like an irritant, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, do you always have to be like that? <laughs> <laughs> but, but just so you know, uh, because we, we've been given so much grace. Yeah in this kingdom that we're speaking and teaching and uh, living, um, that it has the power to transform every part of our life, like you said, the management of our lives, the mastery of our life. The word dominion meaning mastery mm-hmm. is not just about you know being good church attender or tither yeah. or you know, witness or whatever. It, it, it's about mastering our whole lives. Mastering. Wow. And, and you said it well, and it starts at home. Yeah. And to be even, even sitting here with you guys, you know, we get, I tip my cap to my wife, and I'm sure you guys do to your wives, to even let us sit here together and to know that we have this deep desire and this purpose to... Uh, spread the word of God and to bless others mm-hmm. you know like we, I, I couldn't do it without my wife and I'm sure I could speak on your guys' behalves but man it's just such a blessing to even do this because it, it's 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 rewarding and it's um, a joy but it's also burdensome you know to speak the pure word of God the best we can and to allow him to speak through us you know amen Amen. so beautiful thank you to my wife thank you priscilla yes your wife yes deborah (laughs) yes Yes. my goodness that is so uh so (laughs) true and you know i I love what you said that if we want to serve if we want to be used by we have to start it starts in our home yeah and it starts in our marriages it starts in our with our relationships yeah and then it expands and it transcends to everything else. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, that is so important that that foundation is good. Um, Amen. I don't know how we're doing on time. Yeah, we, we need to wrap it up. 31 minutes, brother. You want to say last Do we have word? some closing well, thoughts or anything? Yeah, go for it. Well, we are um, in the midst of a building project, as we just learned uh, here in Matthew 13. Um, we're going to continue this uh, this uh, study and uh, looking through these parables. Um, but I just want to encourage anyone to, uh, it's not about perfection. It's about progress and surrendering to the process. God is doing something so incredible 
in your life right now and it might not look like you'd expected it might not look like what you desire but know if we're surrendered and yield and and willing to to um commit our our minds and our lives to the good purposes and pleasure of god that he's going to produce something incredible in your life um so we were uh being built up as living stones the bible says in peter that that we're being built up into a, a spiritual house or temple and know that god has a spot and a place for you in this building process so uh, with that i'm i'm gonna sign out yeah, and i thanks. hope to see you next time on, on king encourager man i love you brother <laughs> thank you and I'll, I'll put pastor mike's um info in the show notes like i said in the previous uh show um what he's doing over there in san bernardino is unbelievable god is really using him to build something up so um check him out love you guys god bless god bless, god bless.